It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Let's check in with Brett the Vet of Veterinary Associates to hear more about some of his adventures with our four-legged friends. Here's Roy Hatfield. Ask Brett the Vet, where we visit with our good friend, Dr. Brett Ellis of Veterinary Associates, still seeing our canine friends and making sure that uh, they are safe and taken care of uh, on this Thursday, June the 18th. Dr. Brett Ellis joining us on Real Roots Radio for a Thursday morning. Doc, welcome into the program. How are you? All right, Roy. Thanks for having me back. It's uh, it's good, and we're, we're taking care of dogs, cats, cows, horses, llamas, sheep, pigs, goats. I mean, we don't stop. We just keep going. Always something to do. Always a uh, animal friend to take care of, and uh, hopefully you're seeing more healthy than not at uh, well, veterinary associates. That's not the case right now, and that's part of the uh, uh, frustration is trying to uh, with our our clients is trying to get people seen, and we are uh, it, it's, it's an extraordinary time because um, you know we have uh, uh, some staff illnesses and not necessarily related to COVID, but. This is a stressful time for a lot of people. Um, and, you know, we've had two people with, with tooth root abscesses, but they trying to get dentistry care a month ago wasn't very easy or possible unless you went to the emergency room and had some, you know, ER resident take your tooth out, which I wouldn't recommend. But um, so there's a lot of uh, a lot of stress going on out there right now. Everybody, it's very an uncertain time. And, you know, and we're busier than ever um, uh, trying to handle things uh, to prevent the spread of this virus that you can't see. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge. Uh, there's some people that are, uh, you know, upset about the masks. Um, and, uh, you know, I went to a client's farm the other day, and uh, they said, uh, I said, would you like me to wear wear a mask? I had my mask on. I was, like, putting my mask on. They are like, oh, no, we're not like that. And I said, oh, no, that means you're like that. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, masks are good. It's not a problem. It's really not. And uh, um, we're, we're doing our best, and we don't have all the answers, but uh, we're following good science to, to uh, keep you and your and your pets healthy um, and prevent this uh, continued spike from from brewing around us. So, and some, you know, and most of our clients, ninety nine percent of them, have been very friendly and they're you know and they're always friendly to me or to uh, another veterinarian typically but sometimes people take it out on our staff because they're the ones that are supposed to get them scheduled and get them in and they're the ones collecting the money um and that's very that's a hard job it's an emotional job to uh when you have a sick animal uh to try to get that animal cared for at a, at a price that we can all uh is worth the time and the value, and uh, it's it's a challenge. So we're just asking uh, our, our our staff or our clients to uh, remember that that we're not trying to upset anybody. We're trying to take care of as many people as we can, and uh, um, we are doing it as a triage basis. So we keep sick blocks uh, in there to, to not schedule appointments. Uh, those fill up usually the day before. Um, so we're trying to put more sick blocks. We're trying to put our annuals out a little bit farther when people are calling so that we have more sick blocks. But then uh, somebody needs to get their annuals done before they go boarding uh, uh, or 
to the dog or taking it to the groomer. So that creates some tension too. Uh, so we're doing our best and we're trying to, you know, if somebody cancels, we've got a list of people that we're going down and which has been really nice because people are willing to come in um, when we can call them and say, Hey, we've got a, got an opening up tomorrow. Can you, can you come in? So uh, it is a challenge. We appreciate your, your understanding, but uh, just please don't take it out on, on the people trying to do their job. Um, they're, they're, it's not, they're not doing it to upset you. They're doing it because we're trying to figure it all out. Yeah, no doubt about that. And uh, uh, don't shoot the messenger in this situation, yeah, basically. Yeah. If you want to yell at somebody, yell at me. I'll take it. Come on, bring it. Just don't yell at my staff. Right, <laughs> right. I understand that completely. Dr. Brett Ellis joining us on Real Roots Radio. Now, Doc, as we talk about the cause of all this uh, frustration, uh, coronavirus and things like that, uh, once again, the animal kingdom is uh, being called on to help because yeah. uh, we're doing some testing with cows. Yeah. So this is a company in South Dakota, and they have genetically engineered using, like, the um, – uh, I call it CRISPR technique. So these cows have uh, uh, part of their DNA. They, they make antibodies that are ours, the same material, genetic material as, as our antibodies. Um, and the thing about cows is they're really good at making antibodies. And antibodies are the things that go and find a virus or find a bacteria and then alert the immune system to come in and take care of business. So they're very specific. Um, this is what a vaccine produces is antibodies, um, but it produces it from within ourselves. Uh, and what cows are able to do, they, they give them a DNA virus to our vaccine to prep their immune system. And then at some time the next day or two, they come back with a, uh, uh, several proteins on the uh, surface. Everybody's seen the coronavirus, the, the red little things all around. And that's a pretty accurate description of what they look like under an electron microscope. Um, they uh, uh, use the proteins that stimulate the immune response or that are trying to attach to get into the cell, the human cell, to get in there and do their damage. Um, they're using those proteins so that the uh, cow will make antibodies and they can make a large volume of antibodies. One cow can make uh, enough antibodies in a month to treat several hundred people. So, uh, and, and the good news is this company was already working on this uh, back with the Middle Eastern Respiratory Virus, which is another coronavirus that got contained and didn't get over here. Um, so they uh, uh, they have experience. They had a clinical trial already underway with that one. And so uh, they are primed up and ready to create this uh, um, uh, treatment for uh, the uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus and uh, the coronavirus. And, and um, it would be exciting. So it's you know, got a lot of potential, and uh, uh, it would be an exciting way to. And the, these cows, you know, it's not like they're in a lab, dark, dingy, and you know, some creepy old scientist coming in and poking them with needles. These guys live in the lap of luxury for cows. It's a pretty sweet facility. And uh, uh, one of the uh, reporters said, "If I was a, uh, if I was a cow, this is where I would want to live." So. Uh, they're they are well taken care of and uh, conditioned to, to get the blood draws and the, the treatments and uh, they, it's, a, it's a really neat thing. So hopefully this will be a, a treatment or part of a treatment that we could uh, we could have and so people would not end up on ventilators. 
So it would be exciting. Yeah, no doubt about that. And uh, we've talked about uh, llamas before uh, because apparently their DNA or, or something uh, in the uh, makeup of them is extremely similar to right. us. They didn't have to genetically engineer the llamas to do that. They don't produce antibodies at the same level as the cows, and uh, they don't... Uh, um, uh, what's the other part of that? Um, it's just, you know... Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. That's okay. <laughs> it's, a long, it's been a long week. These, I got these days you. Are, are long, so it's okay. But uh, uh, the cows, you know, it would be good, and maybe it maybe it'll be some combination where one works better for this presentation and and one works for another presentation. But uh, it, it's good we're getting the uh, the research and good science to uh, to back it up, and uh, hopefully that's how we develop a treatment while we're waiting on developing a vaccine because vaccines are going to take longer to develop than treatments. Right, right. No doubt about that. I, I know that uh, Doc Sherritt, your good friend and mine, uh, yeah. we talked a couple of days ago about uh, the, uh, I, I forget the name of the steroid, but basically it had shown that, it, yes, it had yeah. cut uh, deaths in half by a third. Uh, so between that and uh, remdesivir, uh, we've got a couple of treatments, but really they're emergency treatments. Uh, I think mm-hmm. we're looking for something more like uh, a Tamiflu type treatment that we use for the flu to right. reduce the duration. We don't have the, that kind of treatment yet for coronavirus coronavirus but hopefully soon i guess yes yeah so it'll uh and the the dexamethasone simply these what you see with people they get sick and then they get better like they you know day three or four they're better and then day seven to ten they have the cytokine storm right and so that's what dexamethasone does that suppresses the immune response and for some reason because the dexamethasone can really suppress the immune response they can make you you know uh, not have an immune response if you could get enough of it. Um, so at the, they're finding the amount that dampens the immune response without suppressing the immune system. Uh, that's that's the the art of medicine is figuring out where that where that lies in. And then when do you do that? You don't give everybody dexamethasone when they show up to the hospital with corona, or you'll have a bunch of dead people. So it's knowing when to give this stuff. I mean. It's, it's not easy. Uh, there's definitely some art and science. Thank goodness. And uh, uh, but yeah, great that we're figuring these things out. But right. This soon into, you know, or weeks into this thing. So it's excellent. Doctor Brett Ellis joining us on Real Roots Radio. And speaking of uh, animals and the coronavirus, before we go, uh, you read a lot about these uh, phase one vaccine trials, and it seems like uh, phase one always includes uh, mice. That's the first uh, thing mm-hmm. that gets tested. Why is that? Well, there's, there's years of research with their response and how, how they respond to vaccine and so what what you're looking for to get it into the next trial, into a human trial or an animal study, a different animal study, um, but uh, it's the numbers. And um, because there are, like, these, there are very strict ways in how you do this. All these mice, these research lab, laboratory animals, there is a whole specialty in how you handle uh, laboratory animals. So they have to be, you know, they have to get the, the right amount of conditioning and stimulus and things like that. But it's basically the reason we start with mice is the numbers. You can't do that with any other um, species to get the same results that are going to mean as much as you can with, with mice. Okay. So uh, now we've got a little education on our animal friends pitching in to help out uh, with the uh, coronavirus. Uh, we've got cows, llamas, and of course, uh, mice uh, on the case. And Always and there. Hopefully, hopefully, 
uh, what probably the quickest that we would be talking about an emergency vaccine being given is uh, maybe around Thanksgiving or December or January. Fingers crossed, I guess. Yeah, I'm probably uh, not not in line for that first one that comes out. I'm, that's just how I am. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I want <laughs> Well, I mean, if it's emergency use, uh, you got to think they're probably only going to give it to the most uh, susceptible. Responders. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, parts of the population, first right. responders, and uh, our uh, elderly and, and or the MBA. Yeah. Or, you know, whoever yeah so so we'll get in line uh what maybe about march april something yeah, like that that sounds good yeah, yeah all right we, we will get there it seems like we're never going to get there but we will yeah we definitely will yeah there's there's a lot of money uh a lot of teams that are on mm-hmm. this a lot of uh as uh, dr Fauci says shots on goal so to speak so yeah exactly hopefully yep. about three or four of those get through real quick that's right that's right but you guys take care and I uh, look forward to talking to you next week and be nice to each other. And we will definitely get through this. All right, Doc. Appreciate the uh, words of wisdom. And we will chat with you next Thursday at 930. Thank you. Look forward to it. Take care, bud. Playing the real legends of country music and helping sprout new ones. Real Roots Radio.